Welcome, everybody. 20th official Greyhound Time podcast presented by Almonds. I'm Armand Siraji. And I'm Julian Malone. And today we have Kristen Saunders on the podcast, everybody's favorite trainer. Uh, Kristen, how are we doing today? Doing well. Thanks cool. for having me. Yeah, of course. All right, so I know we got a uh, limited time here mid-game. Um, so, Kristen, kind of take me through your day uh, as a trainer. So, usually get here midday and see some athletes during lunch hours, treatment. Uh, Norma Tech is a big norm. Norm. The leg compressions, get those in before game days. People will come in and out all day getting some type of treatment or uh, some type of Gatorade bar for the day. And then once school's out is the major influx of people and it's just everyone getting ready for practicing games between taping heating stretching all of the above so people do ask for food all the time how do you how do you get that food so we just implemented greyhound grub Ooh. and we asked for donations for from parents or teachers to bring in any type of protein bar for the hungry students of Clayton so Anyone that wants to donate, we accept all of it. So just bring in some food and, and give it to Kristen and she'll yeah. store it. All right, cool. And you yourself have taken advantage of it. I'm I have, sure. yeah, I have. It's good. It's a good little yeah, program. It's great. <laughs> um, so during games, uh, what is your role? So any type of emergency situation I'm there for, if it's m knock on wood we don't need to use an AED but if something were to happen um, anytime someone goes down on the court or the field I'm there to help assess the injury uh, get them off and get them healthy to reevaluate them and see if they're able to keep playing or uh, if they're done for the day and then whether they need to go see a physician and get further imaging done so so what's the process if it's uh, like a major injury um, like major, like cardiac arrest major, or anytime. So like, so like, obviously, if it's not like they're being taken off in an ambulance major, like they would. Has that happened before? Yeah, all the time. All the time. Mi mo it's mostly that during football we'll have the ambulance takeaways, but um, it happens in other sports too. Uh, they. So they'll come into the training room if it's not obviously if it's not uh, an, an emergency room situation they'll come in get any type of bracing that they need crutches I get them set up to where they're able to get out and walk healthily out of the room and then we get them hooked up with either Mercy physicians I have direct contact with them so they can get uh, appointments set up with that or. I work with them to get into any type of physician that uh, they are comfortable with. So, um, Talking about the football program, uh, I know that we recently started implementing uh, the helmets that can detect the concussions and stuff like that. Uh, so what has that been like? So they detect impact, not necessarily concussions. Um, they are interesting. So it does take a little bit of time for them to adjust to certain players and their level of contact that they can handle. Um, so anytime someone is flagged during a game or practice as a high impact, I will get 
a notification on a certain device, it beeps at me, and coach has one at w as well. So coaches know to pull the player off, and they have to come talk to me before being being put back into practice or games. So they go through a quick assessment and see if they're able to return or not. Um, but I've noticed it's been good because it's mostly a good tool for teaching them how to tackle properly because we get notified where the impact was on the helmet and teaches them not to use certain parts of their head to tackle. So I think that's the most helpful part of the helmet. Uh, so you're around uh, all the sports at Clayton. Um, are there any sports where certain injuries are more common uh, than other sports? Like obviously, like I guess you could say concussions with football, but like is there anything that's kind of like that for maybe soccer or basketball? Yeah, girls soccer actually is like number two in concussions, um, mostly because they're not really good at head balls. And so that's something that we're trying to work with coaches on teaching them how to head ball correctly. Um, and then basketball, see a lot of ankle sprains. Shout Boy, out Rohan Trapathy. Yeah, boys soccer, because they don't know how to drink properly, they <laughs> cramp a lot. So should we call out shout all out, of those people? Shout out Will Locker. Shout out Will Locker for sure. <laughs> that, indeed. Uh, girls basketball, they, I hate to say it, they usually have an ACL a year. Oh, but yeah, I was there for like three of those. Yeah, so I. Ouch. that's another knock on wood situation. Thank you. Yep, for sure. Um playing sports, got hurt right before summer, or for before fall started, um, and it was just an ankle sprain, but I didn't know what was going on, and I had to be in a boot for a couple weeks, so I spent a lot of time in the athletic training room at Ledoux. <laughs> so talking to the athletic trainer there, I realized that this was something that I wanted to pursue as a career, so one of the schools that I had applied to, TCU down in Fort Worth, had a great training program. So I had to individually apply for that as well. And once I got into the program, I started four-year program at TCU. And I actually started two-a-day footballs in July. So that was like a welcome to athletic training, hard punch in the face. So yeah, that's kind of a big jump right there. Two-a-days. <laughs> So did you come to Clayton like right out of college? No. So after TCU, I got certified, and then I went and got my master's at University of South Florida and worked with the football team there. And then I went and worked with the football team at Coastal Carolina in Myrtle Beach um, and then came back to St. Louis. What's, what's it like at Clayton? That's probably better, right? I mean, it's it's better. Yeah, it's, she said it's better. You yeah. heard it here first. It's better because they don't have a Greyhound Grub at uh, USF and Coastal Carolina. I was talking about Ladue, but yeah, <laughs> I was talking about the colleges. Um, yeah, Clayton, it keeps me on my toes. Everyone's good here, though. I enjoy working with all the students. What are the big differences between, uh, like, when you're with the football teams in college versus uh, in high school? It's more learning the actual sport here obviously because it's developmental in high school so the kids are still like some kids have never played before so they're still learning how to tackle learning what a out route is in football so 
it's interesting just helping them learn and then also just helping them learn how to deal with sports on top of academics. Who's the most annoying kid that comes? No, to no, 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 no. <laughs> it's probably Rohan, right? Nope. I think it's Rohan. No, I actually told them Shout the person Rohan. today who is number one, and they know, so Ahmad. I don't have to say their Ahmad. name. It's Ahmad. Shout no, it's not Ahmad. Shout out Ahmad Wesson. No. We're gonna shout him out anyway. Shout out to my Wesson. Shout out to my Shout out Jalen Williams. Shout out. Uh, it's Jalen Williams. Oh, it's Jalen. <laughs> That's what I thought. I said it's, that was my second guess. But he knows it. As as long as he knows it, it's okay. It's fine. He owns it. Um, what's like the most challenging thing you've had as a trainer? Um, probably concussion education. I think because people know about it and they either freak out about it or don't take it serious enough. So it's like both ends of the spectrum. Dang. Yeah. No middle ground. And dealing with impact testing. Oh yeah. That's probably really how annoying. Does, how does impact testing work? So like you take the impact test and then if you get a concussion, you retake it? Yeah, so impact testing is only used for returning to play. It's not a diagnostic tool like some people think, but it just basically is a test that you take to see your baseline. And then once you're about to return to play, we have you retake it to see if you're close to your baseline. What if you're not close to your baseline? Then you're set back a few days what's the like range like how far from the baseline the it depends um it's all calculated on impact so it'll be like in red that this person is not equal to baseline or close to it what if you do better than your baseline you don't get a cookie for that okay <laughs> it means you didn't try hard enough on baseline that's, that's a that's true. a blake back move that's, that's a blake back move that's true. He yeah. said he said he said take the uh, the first yes, one really can, slowly and get a bunch wrong. You can fail your baseline. <laughs> by the way, I think Damian Stall. I think Damian Stall had the record though with like a five minute impact test. <laughs> <laughs> Got everyone wrong. Yeah, I think he had to retake it though. Um, <laughs> what's like the worst injury you've seen? Um, Cardiac arrest. She said earlier. At like the worst injury seen here at Clayton was a total knee dislocation. Oh, was that at this year? No. Oh, what happened? That was pretty bad that? this year, though. But yeah, what happened this year? Uh, Frank, right? Frank? No, it wasn't Frank. Who was it? She can't, you can't say. say. Oh, you can't say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that patient doctor? Hi- HIPAA. HIPAA. Shout HIPAA. Out, shout out, hey, just shout out Frank, though. Shout out Frank. Um. Shout out Frank eating a hot dog at East City. What? On the explain that one. What? <laughs> yeah, you can't he'll, confidentiality. He'll know. Confidentiality. God, yeah, HIPAA violation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Christian, for coming That's on the podcast. Yeah, you can go back and treat the freshman and train B team. Yes. Shout out, shout out, freshman B team. Shout out, Mr. Sankey. Always shout out, Coach Sankey. Big Sankey. Uh, wasn't a fan of the cat dissecting, but you know. Okay. Uh, thanks, guys, for having me. See go you, hounds. Go hounds. Go hounds. Go hounds. Go hounds. Go hounds. See you. Uh, it was great talking with Kristen Saunders there. She like really has the the inside look at almost everything uh, related to Clayton athletics. Um, so yeah, it was really great talking to her. Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, we talked to coaches and uh, administrators, but we haven't really talked to somebody with as unique of a role as Kristen. Yeah, uh, kind of interacting with those players on a day to day basis from all sports. So that was really cool. 
All right, so it's been a while since we've debriefed, uh, like, anything that's happened <laughs> in sports yeah, in a, a while. Little, winter break. We took a little winter break as well. Hope uh, you guys enjoyed your winter breaks. We back, though. Right. So, um, first thing we got to talk about is December 20th was the Ladue game. Uh, L's put up by both <laughs> the girls and the boys team. Um, boys team lost a close one. Uh, girls played hard up until the very end. Um, obviously, like, like that's – that's not good. Like, not like bad. Like, oh, like they shouldn't have lost that game, but bad. Like, you know, like you hate losing to Ladue. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the one thing Coach Cochran and Coach Knight have both been telling their teams are, um, you know, like we lost this one game. Like, so what? Like, our goal isn't to play our best basketball um, in December. It's, it's to play our best basketball. You know, February going into March, come district time. So. And, you know, it sucks losing back-to-back years to Ladue, both by one possession. Uh, but I think that this year you saw a lot of resilience from the team for sure. Yeah, for sure, from both teams. I mean, the girls went down pretty – the true. girls went down a lot early, and then they, they clawed their way back. And um, same, same thing with the single boys. Digits. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's kind of been a theme uh, with the boys' team, um, not so much lately in the past couple of games, but um, going back to the Ladue game, um, you know, these really cold starts – going down by like 10 or 15 at halftime and having to claw their way back um you know the one thing you can say is that you saw when when the boys team can play their best basketball when they can um yeah like when they play their best quarters it's when they're having to come back and then you see if they can play like that all the time it's gonna be hard for for a lot of teams to beat them um so this past week was a little rough for them um First on Tuesday, lost to Burroughs. Same story, you know, went down 13 at halftime and then had to come back and ended up losing by four. Um, against Lutheran South, um, it was a little bit better. You know, played hard for three quarters, and then it all kind of unraveled in the fourth quarter, and Lutheran South Lutheran South, South ends up winning pretty big. Um, and then Pattonville, you know, played them close all the way, ended up losing to them in overtime. So um, definitely a little rough stretch here. Um, but I have no doubt that, you know, especially coming today, playing against Duchenne in the rotating eight tournament, um, they're gonna bounce back. They they have a lot of guys on that team that that really hate losing, <laughs> so it's kind of hard to see them losing many games like this again. Yeah, and we talked about this before, but the trend with this team has been kind of, you know, every game is close, yeah. either the win or lose. But I think that l- playing in close games is something you can't really simulate in practice. Right. So any practice that you can get in a game, even if you lose, come district time, you get in a close game, there's not a lot of teams who are going to have as much experience closing out games as we will. So I think that that could play to our advantage, even though our record might not reflect it at the moment. But come district time, anything can happen, like we saw a few years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, and even in some recent years. So um, we'll definitely see what's going on with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Now moving on to some of the other sports. so if you're not doing anything this Wednesday, definitely pop out to Clayton for the uh, wrestling senior night. We know it's pretty early, but um, you know wrestling, kind of like cross country, they just play in a lot of tournaments. So they rarely have um, like a home game. Um, but you know this senior night, definitely pop out to congratulate um, the four seniors we have on their great careers playing. Um, and speaking of great players and great wrestlers, uh, Kaylee Ross this past weekend, um, she won a tournament or she didn't win a tournament, but she finished third in a tournament with over 64 schools and something like 400-something competitors and wrestlers. Um, so, you know, big shout-out to her. That's a huge accomplishment. Um, yeah. And yeah. like we always say, no doubt she's going to continue this going into districts and hopefully state. Yeah, she's definitely uh, 
we saw Jeremiah last year kind of dominating mm-hmm. every tournament, and she's uh, picked up the same way with the girls' team. For sure. Um, so definitely pop out on Wednesday, uh, support her for senior night and the other three seniors. Absolutely. Uh, it'll be, if you haven't watched Kaylee Russell before, definitely pop out. It's don't, cool. She's don't really miss the good. Show. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Like if if you saw Jeremiah Russell, it's kind of like the same thing, like just like domination. Exactly. Um, so now, uh, since we last spoke, I believe the hockey team lost twice to Ladue. Um, no, we 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 talked about the last game. The first game. The oh, first yeah, game. yeah, that's right. All right, so last game, lost to Ledoux. Another 4-2. game was on uh, December 30th, I believe. Yeah. Uh, same place, same team. Uh, a little bit <laughs> a little bit more uh, a little, police. A little, yeah, a little more police. It was uh, a little rougher on the ice. If uh, you Cooper know, Barnes ended up getting tossed for Cooper Barnes had a, a questionable call. but Cooper Barnes had a, a good amount of penalty minutes, which definitely hurt the team. Um but you know, you love to see a guy fight like that, though. Exactly. Uh, I think we were not like literally. F- actually, no, both. Like, yeah, well, fight for his team. And yeah, then fight yeah. For- um, but I think that I, I could tell uh, energy was high. For sure. Uh, tensions were high for sure after that last game on both sides. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think we're gonna meet them again in the WIC Cup, uh, which will be big. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll play them again and uh, figure them out get the win but uh absolutely this last game uh i thought the first game went a little bit better than the last game uh yeah, just yeah, because yeah. i think uh there was a lot more penalties second game yeah uh and i think we were a little bit shorthanded the second game as well yeah we were missing a bunch of guys um due to like vacation college visits things like that um so you know no doubt that coming in hopefully when we see him again if we see him again um we'll have a different outcome I know those guys are really pumped to to play Ledoux again too, especially after the first two games went. Yeah, and you saw a lot of guys step up uh, in that second Ledoux game for sure. Uh, Michael Franzel had a pretty yeah, big game, absolutely taking a pretty big role coming off the. Uh, I think he was a third line, yeah. fourth line, um, as well as Eli Milner, big mm-hmm. game. So mm-hmm. uh, just shout out to those boys, for keep sure. working hard. Hey, good luck. Uh, now going on to swimming and diving, um, you know the people that we expected to do well have been doing very well. And, um, you know, some of the kind of sleepers have also been doing pretty well, too. Definitely looking to get uh, Sophie Thompson and Kellen Model on the podcast at some point. Yeah, hopefully like in the next week or so. Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely going to make that happen. They're going to give us an inside look on what the swim team looks like. Um, you know, that, That's one of those sports that, you know, kind of goes under the radar. Not a lot of people sure. know about it. There's not really a lot of, like, big crowds at the meets. Yeah. So, for sure, would like to hear what they have to say about the Absolutely. team. Absolutely. But they've had a lot of success, the two of them, as well as the rest of the team. Yeah. Uh so watch out for Kellen and Sophie as the season moves on, especially in the districts and in the state, which they expect to be. Yeah. So, for sure. Uh, now we'd like to give um, give kind of a background story about what's going on with the lacrosse team this year. So um, I know some of you guys might have seen it, but um, some people on the lacrosse team and even other people at Clayton have been posting a little sticker that says Finn on it on their Instagram stories. Um, so if you don't know, um, a lacrosse player – his name is Finn Naylor. Um, he has cancer, and he's battling really hard. And um, I know everybody here is keeping him in their thoughts. Um, so, what Clayton football and lacrosse have decided to do this season is wear a pa- uh, like a sticker, a decal on their helmet with his name on it, like the ones you guys saw on your Instagram stories. And um, the great thing that we see um, is how you know, like different teams can in different communities can kind of rally around one thing. So we saw that Clayton is doing this with the lacrosse team, but many other schools are also following this to show their support for Finn. Um, yeah, as I said, 
um, definitely keeping him in our thoughts and uh, really hoping for him. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Mr. Murdoch uh, actually put uh, a lot of this together. He uh, went to one of the Missouri uh, lacrosse meetings and proposed the idea of having schools around the area kind of put these stickers on their helmet uh, in support of Finn outside of Clayton. And um, so I believe that there are about a dozen or more other There's schools. There's a lot of schools in the area yeah. uh with the stickers as well as uh northwest hockey team i believe mm-hmm. and clayton hockey uh so you know just anything that we can do to support finn uh the football team wore the stickers uh last season uh and i think they were a pretty big success i think the mm-hmm. guys liked wearing them just because it was like playing some, some more of themselves for, yeah. yeah so it kind of um, shows you like you know like it's not all about football or about sports it's it's bigger than that there's more important things um to kind of think about and yeah um definitely a a sad situation but obviously keeping in our thoughts and prayers and uh yeah for sure um so some other news um i know we keep talking about the merch but it's coming like like next week yeah for sure next week like asap no rocky asap no rocky shout out mr dornfeld asap no rocky definitely getting the merch out there soon i know you guys have some christmas money some hanukkah money some kwanzaa money you know, mm-hmm. why not put it towards Greyhound time? Present by Almonds, the podcast that you know and love. Yeah, you. We know you want the merch. Uh, we'll we'll start putting some stuff up on the IG uh, about what you guys want. I know I heard beanies, beanies, uh, hats, sweaters, like sweatshirts, t-shirts. Yeah, for sure. All so, that jazz. Uh, make sure you get some Greyhound time merch. It's a great way to support the podcast and Clayton Sports. Pull up to the game. Got your Greyhound time merch on. Whew, That's too cold (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks for listening thank you peace